Good afternoon. Welcome to a greatly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Beginning this week, Saskatchewan Agriculture Today starts following the 12 noon news package and will continue from now on. It's designed to provide you with the latest farm market news and information Monday through Friday. Today, APAS raises the alarm about Unifor pickets blocking farmers from picking up fuel supplies for spring seeding. Adam Pacallo takes a look at grain markets this week. Meat plants in Saskatchewan are being inspected due to the COVID-19 concern. Stock growers launch a web page to connect consumers for direct meat sales with farmers. And Alberta is the first to promise full support to livestock producers for agri-recovery payments. The farm weather remains in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by the Candiac Auction Mart. To consign your cattle today, call them at 424-2967. APAS is raising concern about rotating Unifor picket lines threatening to delay spring seeding in Saskatchewan. APAS raised the alarm after a recent picket line made it difficult to access a co-op farm fuel site in Moose Jaw this week. President Todd Lewis of APAS says farmers have a very short window to seed the 2020 crop and many farmers are racing to finish the 2019 harvest. There's a picket set up yesterday at, uh, in Moose Jaw at the, uh, I believe it was the card lock there. We had some uh, calls from concerns around producers in that area and, you know, we certainly don't want to see uh, pickets go up at the card locks around the province. It's really the primary source of, uh, of fuel for a lot of producers, it's uh, because of security issues and so on. The card lock system is uh, in place in rural Saskatchewan, and it's a very legitimate way to pick up fuel. Lots of producers uh, will go and replenish their supply uh, daily, if not weekly, and they need that fuel available. They don't have on-farm storage, and we certainly don't want to see uh, farmers going to pick up fuel for spring seeding or even uh, the late spring harvest we're going through right now. And it's just a terrible time for uh, producers to have delays picking up their fuel because it's a very time sensitive right now this time of year in in the in rural Saskatchewan and it's really what a time where uh, delays can really affect income later on in the year and we want to ensure that those fuel sites remain open and uh, are there that we'll be able to get uh, access to those points. So you're saying there's a short window right now for farmers and seeding? Oh, absolutely, Jim. Uh, you know, we're into uh, weather de- delays. We've had a cool, wet spring in, in most of the province, and, you know, that's lots of snow is even uh, forecast for this week, so we certainly don't want to see when producers can get out there and get on the land. Just having delays at these fuel depots will uh, seriously affect producers' ability to get the crop in. In a world of COVID-19 and food supply concerns, Lewis says the last thing farmers need now is to have seeding compromised by not being able to get fuel. He says many farmers rely on daily card lock stations for fuel. Grain markets have been on the rise this week after bottoming out on Monday. Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina, Adam Pacallo, says canola was up $5 a tonne and wheat rose 10 to 12 cents a bushel. Well, Jim, on the Minneapolis wheat futures on the nearby months on the July contract, we actually did reach a new contract low back on Monday. However, since then, we have actually started to see the futures climb here a little bit and possibly look at creating a little bit of a seasonal low. If you look back in the last couple of years, in the May early May, middle May timeframe, we actually see a bit of a bottom on the contract. So that could be starting to form here uh, on Minneapolis. 
now on the canola front. A similar story, we did see canola lower down at the beginning of the week, and uh, we have actually started to push higher here. So on the week, canola has increased approximately $5 a ton, and on the Minneapolis wheat futures, it's closer to about 10 to 12 cents. So grains have been pushing higher here to the end of the week. What's the outlook going forward? Is there going to be more of this, do you think? Well, kind of on the wheat front here, there is actually uh, a wet forecast model for the U.S. plains for the next 6 to 14 days, which is seen as a bearish force. However, there are forecasts calling for potential uh, frost over the soft red winter wheat growing areas in the Midwest. So that's kind of, I think, supporting the wheat market here as well, too. And a little bit of the seasonality, like I was mentioning, too. So if we do see this Minneapolis wheat, I'm looking on the July contract to, to move around above the 514 area, I think that could lead to some more upside. On the canola front, canola has actually gained some strength here, I believe, from, from the soy market. They have started to stabilize here, and we could see canola as well to be putting in a bit of a bottom and going higher. However, I will be talking to clients about how much they've sold, and if we do see canola rally another $10 or so, I will probably be looking at protecting some new crop prices. On the currency side of things, the Canadian dollar has actually kind of went higher here, like about two cents or so in the last couple trading days. And uh, I think that's largely due to the oil market recovering here from the lows. So that the Canadian dollar might actually put a little bit of downward pressure on the canola market for now. Adam Picallo is a commodity futures advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Back in a moment. The Saskatchewan government is taking steps to ensure COVID-19 safety procedures are being followed at large meat processing facilities in this province. The province's chief medical health officer, Dr. Saqib Shahab, says food production is an essential business and inspections have been undertaken at several large meat processors in Saskatchewan. So from that perspective, health in partnership with agriculture is inspecting meat processing plants. There's cooperation with uh, between those plants and health and agriculture to develop protocols that uh, will minimize any risk of transmission among uh, workers. Many uh, processing plants are already well aware of the, the, the events that have happened in other parts of North America. But, you know, I just want to uh, fi- uh, just finish by saying that health has been in partnership with agriculture uh, actively inspecting these plants and verifying that uh, the highest level of precautions and protocols are in place to a minimize the introduction of COVID into the workflow. So that means the same things that apply to hospitals and other settings, you know, daily screen before before you go to work and when you show up to work and then within the workplace, minimizing uh, opportunities of transmission, which are not just at the work floor. You know, it's also when uh, people are changing in or changing out. It's also when people are having meals where you can stagger the breaks and have that separation uh, during breaks and meal times as well. All those aspects are really important to minimize transmission in those settings as well. Dr. Shahab says the inspections are ongoing. Initial inspections have occurred and they will continue to occur, but that relationship is always there between health, agriculture and uh, those work sites to continue to um, you know, get clarity on what further can be done to minimize risk of transmission. There are about a half dozen large meat processing facilities in Saskatchewan. Back in a moment. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
This is your Real Agriculture Update brought to you by the Mind Your Farm Business Podcast. Stay on top of farm management issues year-round at mindyourfarmbusiness.com. On Thursday, StatsCam put out its acreage forecast for 2020. I talked to Brian Voth of IntelliFarm to make sense of the numbers. I, and yeah, I said, we, we always take this just with a grain of salt anyways. But, um, and actually most of the numbers were, were not hugely off of the average trade estimates. Um, but some of them were, were a little bit out. And, you know, I think wheat and canola are the ones we always look at first, right? Canola particularly because Canada being the world's biggest canola producer. And the acres were down marginally from last year where this is also a sentiment that has changed throughout the winter. All winter, you go to trade shows, you go to events and whatnot, and everybody was saying, oh, canola acres are going to take a big drop. They're going to be down even further and whatnot. And we were actually in the other camp. We actually had projections of acres going up this year. And that's, and I think it'll be more interesting to see the June numbers when they come out mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, the argument for lower acres was, well, it's expensive to grow, and, you know, last there was still canola sitting out in the field this spring, and, and I said, yeah, that's, that's true. It's expensive to grow, but there too, you know, the comments of, oh, it's expensive to grow. So it's higher risk. But when you look back over the last five, eight years, whatever you want to look at, canola is one of the most consistently profitable crops in Canada without a doubt. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to matter what the weather does. It just performs well. You don't get the spike highs and you don't get the write off crops. It seems it's just, very even keel and generally profitable every year, despite of trying to back it out. Yeah, and, and based on some of my conversations this week, you know, a prediction of canola acres at twenty point six million acres down one point six percent compared to last year. Uh, I'm I take the over on that. I I I I think you know as the spring is transitioned, the moisture le- you know moisture is there for a good part of the of the prairies. I. I think that uh, I'm taking the over. What What about wheat? That That was one that really made a lot of sense to me. Uh, total wheat up 3.3% across Canada. Durham, obviously, going to be up this year, up 6.8% to 5.2 million acres. Spring wheat pretty much flat, and winter wheat up uh, a good shot uh, for sure. So you, that wheat number makes sense to you? Wheat makes sense. Um, I actually could see the Durham number coming in even higher at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, when you look at... I could see spring wheat dropping a little bit in favor of Durham, particularly when you're talking southern or southwestern Saskatchewan, because when you look at the Durham prices and the way that that's going to be driving those acres. And, you know, and that's your main Durham area too. So I can actually see Durham picking up even more acres and it's likely just going to come at the expense of some more, uh, some more spring wheat acres is my thought. So yeah, the wheat number makes sense as an overall, um, I can't really argue against that one. Look at the quality issues of last year on wheat. It makes sense that you're going to lose a few spring wheat acres there too. Yeah. They have barley down 2.1%, uh, down to 7.2 million acres. I, I thought that, I was kind of a bit surprised by that. I actually thought that number was going to come down more. Oh, really? Because because of the supply situation, because like acres and production just went through the roof last year, which, you know, when you have, five six dollar barley the winter before you know it's going to buy a lot of acres and it did it did its job you know barley supplies were very tight going um through 2018 to 2019 hence the price and feed demand was great so that also helped boost the price but farmers responded to it and and this is you know we, we always talk about this is basic economics high prices 
secure high prices. High prices encourage production, and that's exactly what what farmers did. They encouraged or they they built up production, and now prices are you know, I wouldn't say they're garbage, but they're obviously way off of the highs from 16 months ago. The the one that caught my eye immediately, I'll admit to you, is lentils. They've got it down 1.9 percent <laughs> to 3.7 million acres. I am taking the over. Oh, it's never going to happen. It, like I said, I, I agree. Like the average estimate was 4.4. And to have lower lentil acres this year than last year, when you look at where lentil prices are at their highest point in three years, yeah. three and a half years, yeah. like there's, to me, that's just, I don't even know where that number came from, unless they didn't survey anyone in Western Saskatchewan. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers make it simple to save on Michelin Ag Tires. How simple? Until May 15th, save up to $250 per tire on select Michelin Ag Tires. Buy one. Whether you're out in the barns or working in the fields, you can stay on top of farm management issues with the Mind Your Farm Business Podcast. We talk about human resources. We can attract the right candidates, and that doesn't have to come at a high cost. We cover succession planning. It doesn't matter if the next generation is ready if the senior generation isn't. We talk about financial management. Number one, profits is your kingdom. Number two, cash is king. You can find all episodes of the Mind Your Farm Business podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or mindyourfarmbusiness.com. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. So the 620 CKRM farm weather, mainly cloudy sky today. 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind becoming west 20, gusting to 40, and a high of 19. Cloudy tonight, 30% chance of rain showers early tonight. Rain beginning this evening, then changing to snow overnight. Wind northwest 40, gusting to 60, becoming northeast 30, gusting to 50. The low zero. For Saturday, mainly cloudy sky. Wind northeast 20, gusting to 40, becoming light in the morning. Wind becoming northeast 30 tomorrow afternoon. The high just 8 degrees. The low minus four. Sunday, sunny and a high of seven. The low minus four. Monday, sunny, the high plus eight and the low minus four. Tuesday, sunny with a high of 10 and the low of one. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 13, the low plus three. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high 17. The normal high for this date, 18 degrees. The normal low, plus three. The sun rose at 521 this morning. It sets at 829 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Jimmy Lake at, no, pardon me, Lucky Lake at 19 degrees. The cold spot, plus one at Waskasu. Once again, the hot spot, Lucky Lake at 19. The cold spot, Waskasu at plus one. On the roundup, Estevan is 15, Saskatoon 11. Swift Current, 17. Weyburn, 16. Yorkton is 9 degrees. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 17. That's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southwest at 4. Humidity, 26%. Barometer dropping, 102.1. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, 18. Winds are from the west, southwest at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 17. That's 63 Fahrenheit. 
back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal's Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com and SMHI, crop hail insurance at cost. Online or connect with an agent. Storms are unpredictable. SMHI isn't. SMHI.ca. Alberta is the first province to commit its share of funding for the livestock sector through the Agri-Recovery Program. On Tuesday, the federal government announced $100 million to be equally split between cattle and hogs. All producers are experiencing lower prices due to COVID-19 at meat processing plants. Fewer healthy employees and new safety measures are slowing down processing at many facilities. This is in turn creating backlogs of cattle and hogs ready to go to market. That backlog is estimated at about 130,000 head. Alberta Premier Jason Kenney expects $26 million for the cattle set aside will come from Ottawa and $17 million from Alberta. Producers will be compensated for extraordinary costs related to feeding market-ready cattle uh, being held back right now. The set-aside program is a per-head payment to the holder of the cattle until the inventory is cleared. An estimated time frame is 30 weeks. Alberta Agriculture Minister Devin Dreeshen is also offering to administer the program on behalf of other provinces like Saskatchewan. We are in talks with Saskatchewan and Manitoba to be able to administer this program for them as well. Obviously the majority of the cattle industry in Canada is here in Alberta. So it, we at the economies of scale, we, we have the expertise to be able to administer this program and we are happy to do that with our provincial colleagues. Uh, across the country and also to continue to work with the federal government as well on the developing the details, specific details of, of the cattle set-aside program. Saskatchewan has not yet indicated if it will fund its 40% share of the agri-recovery program for the livestock sector. Starting Monday, SGI's as road testing will resume for drivers working in health care and agriculture. SGI will have a modified procedure to offer road tests to drivers seeking a Class 5, 4, or 2 license for agriculture and health care. SGI says health care workers are providing essential services and agriculture is critical to ensure production of food. Seeding is underway and having drivers to support the farm sector ensures a secure food supply chain. A maximum of 140 road tests per week will be divided among six major cities including Regina, Swift Current and Yorkton. Testing capacity will slowly increase in June to many other centers in the province. Back in a moment. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business, call 782-5999. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers is assembling a directory of members offering direct sales of beef to consumers. General Manager Chad McPherson says COVID-19 is disrupting beef processing in Canada and the U.S. and some consumers are turning to local producers for their meat supplies. In the last few weeks we've been receiving more calls from consumers looking to buy beef directly from ranchers so we thought it would be an opportunity for us to help connect buyers and sellers of beef. Have ranchers talked about a lot more interest in consumers or local people wanting to buy? It seems to be a growing trend that there's more and more consumers wanting to buy directly because they have concerns about supply and different things due to the COVID outbreak. Yes, it seems there's some items on the store shelves are a little bit in reduced supply. Is there any shortage of beef? There's no shortage of animals. There's just a shortage of processing right now, which is uh, creating some challenges for supply and demand at the grocery store. So you see it as this directory is an easy way for connecting consumers and producers? 
We just see it as another way to help support commerce between producers and consumers. Uh, often there's lots of consumers wanting to be able to buy beef directly from ranchers, but they don't know how to get a hold of them or who's, who's selling beef. So just a easy tool to help connect buyers and sellers. People like to know where their food comes from generally. It's a, a growing uh, trend that more and more consumers want to know who they're buying from and where the beef is, that all their food is produced. It helps build relationships between primary producers and consumers and helps them know where their food comes from. Where does someone find this directory? The directory is available on our website, www.skstockwars.com, as well as on our social media feeds. Are there a lot of producers wanting to sell or willing to sell their beef direct to consumers? I think most producers are are willing to sell direct to consumers. It's just about building the relationships and having the clientele to be able to sell. So I think most do it on a normal basis, just on a small scale. But with the current COVID disruption, there's more and more people looking to ramp up that marketing avenue. Chad McPherson is the manager of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Coming up, market update. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained $1 at 435.78. Oats rose a dollar seventy-eight at two thirty-six thirty-eight. Number one red spring wheat went up two cents at two twenty-one seventy-seven. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty-six thirty-nine. Feed barley one eighty-three seventy-one. Flax six eighteen thirty-five. Lentils six thirty-eight fifty. Yellow peas two hundred eighty dollars eighty-nine cents. And feed wheat one eighty-two seventy. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July spring wheat rose three and a half cents at 5.14 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integritire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integritire dealers. Now, the latest livestock quotations. This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Just under 1000 on offer for the week ending May 8th. Like grass cattle, they sold fully steady to stronger. These feedlot down yearlings are the same as the previous week, which is a little on the depressed side, to put it at the least. There's getting to be quite a backlog of these finished cattle out there. These replacement heifers, they sell anywhere from 1200 to 1450 bucks a piece. Bull market, it remains strong. 115 to 125. We had one high yielding bull tea topped out at 129.75. Our last Thursday sale is Thursday, May 14th. Starting on Victoria Day weekend, we move to our Tuesday sales for the summer. Good cows are bringing 65 to 75, a sale to 78. This looks like it's the new normal, which isn't a long ways off from what we got last fall. Being Grand Bardet reporting, let's have one great afternoon. Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,100 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 173 to 205 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,100 head, selling in a range of 179 to 212 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, May 9th are Oli West, 154.80, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 168.72, Ham's Cash, 166.72, Thunder Creek Brickle, 142.14, High Life 
and Highlife adjusted $203.46 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 55 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.4015. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 71.72 cents US. U.S. daily cash markets are higher to finish the week, with all reporting regions up relative to the previously published day. The national form of the base price is 1036 U.S. to 100 weight higher, representing the largest one-week move in the past five years, and no longer at the lowest value for this marketing week. In contrast, lean hog futures are lower, giving up all the gains made at the start of the week. There's simply too much uncertainty further out to mount a steady recovery, and the futures markets remain highly volatile. Despite talk of regional meat shortages, there's apparently still a lot of live supplies available. This could change rapidly, of course, and recent, but so far regional reports of culling could shrink supplies if the calls remain ongoing and or become more widespread. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. American oil and gas producer Murphy Oil Corporation says it's shutting its Calgary office as part of a plan to cut costs as oil prices remain low. The Calgary office employs about 110 people, and the company will transfer its functions to its existing office in Houston. The move comes about four years after Murphy agreed to sell its 5% stake in the Syncrude Oil Sands Mining and Upgrading Consortium in northern Alberta to Suncor Energy. Murphy says the office closures are to be completed early in the third quarter of this year and won't impact field operations in the U.S. and Canada. Canada's unemployment rate soared to 13% last month as the economy suffered a record high loss of nearly 2 million jobs. The rate was up from 7.8% in March as business closures ordered to contain the COVID-19 pandemic spread from the service sector to construction and manufacturing. But the job losses were only half of the 4 million that analysts had been expecting. And BMO chief economist Doug Porter says they may be the worst the country sees stemming from the pandemic with several provinces now moving to ease restrictions. The U.S. unemployment rate hit 14.7% last month as 20.5 million jobs vanished in the worst monthly loss on record. That was the highest level since the Great Depression as measures aimed at containing the COVID-19 pandemic have led to sudden business shutdowns in nearly every industry. But the losses were slightly less than U.S. stock markets had been bracing for. Traders are increasingly betting they won't see another report that bad again because the number of U.S. workers filing for unemployment benefits has been slowly declining the last five weeks. On the markets, gains in the financial sector led the way as Canada's main stock index posted a triple-digit advance in late morning trading while the loonie rose compared with the U.S. dollar. The TSX index was up 131 points at 14,965. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 345 points at 24,221. The S&P 500 index was up 35 points at 2,916. The Canadian dollar traded for 71.77 cents U.S. compared with an average of 71.35 cents on Thursday. The July crude contract was up 68 cents at 25.51 a barrel. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. On Monday morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.